KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. The wheel gets reinvented during the course of Z for Zachariah as a water wheel used to generate electricity in the wake of the planet's final power cut. And the post-apocalyptic thriller gets a renovation, if not reinvention, as a love triangle in a valley that has somehow been spared from whatever it was that brought an end to civilization. This daringly spare film was directed by Craig Zobel from a fine screenplay by Nisar Modi, and it doesn't dwell on the past. All we know is that radiation outside the valley remains at lethal levels. All that matters is what happens to the heroine, Anne, a young survivor played to luminous perfection by Margot Robbie. At the outset, Anne and her dog, Pharaoh, are the only living creatures in sight. Anne may be the last woman on earth. And Pharaoh may be the last dog. Then a man shows up, and then another. The first arrival, clad in a radiation suit, is Chiwetel Ejiofor's Loomis, a research scientist and the fable's master rebuilder. The water wheel is his project. Then Chris Pine's Caleb arrives on the scene. Unlike Loomis, who has come from afar, Caleb is local and may have crossed paths with Anne's brother. Either of them could be a stand-in for the biblical Adam, who is invoked by A for Adam, a book in Anne's family library. The question is which one will be the Z of the movie's title, The Last Man Standing. You'll need to suspend lots of disbelief. Anne is absurdly beautiful, and Margot Robbie emerges as a full-fledged star— even though her performance is precise and understated. Loomis's lilting regional accent comes and goes, all three characters being human or flawed, but in one case the flaws reveal themselves through an explosive episode of not-so-convincing behavior. And the notion of a blessed sanctuary is no more plausible after Loomis wonders aloud about what could explain it. He figures it's got something to do with the wind or the lay of the land. Yet we're willing to believe because the tiny universe Craig Zobel and his colleagues have constructed is worked out so intriguingly and better still fleshed out so dramatically. Themes surface spontaneously, not only the issue of religious belief but the role of race with strong overtones of the 1959 film The World, the Flesh, and the Devil – and the mixed blessing of technology. The water wheel is turned by water flowing from outside the valley, and that water is radioactive. The most basic themes, of course, are the most fundamental. What kind of creatures are we? What drives us to do what we do? One answer lies in the low-frequency thrum that's heard from time to time. It's the sound of jealousy. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW in a couple of weeks with a report from this year's Telluride Film Festival. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.